The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. 1420 in the morning for this uh, March the 7th, 2023. Thank you for making us be a, or letting us be a part of your morning. Hear it every morning on Facebook Live and then later up on all our, uh, our podcast channels. Anyways, uh, th- uh, today's show, is always, as always, is brought to you by barnburnerhockey.ca. Uh, use a promo code 1420BARN at barnburnerhockey.ca for their all-natural hockey products and apparel uh last night we had the uh the youtube live show first live streaming show a few little glitches here and there but all in all it went pretty well we uh me and jim had a few uh, discussions afterwards how to make that a little bit better in the very near future so we'll keep putting those out there maybe once every uh, every couple of weeks up, up on youtube but we'll do these on facebook live uh, on a daily basis these ones are a little bit easier just one person to deal with and a few clicks and mouse it gets taken care of but anyways uh after the after we got done the show last night i watched the washington capitals uh Losing another hockey game to the uh, Los Angeles Kings last night, four to two. Of course, Ovechkin scored from his normal spot. Yeah, uh, they showed a little montage there of him scoring all those goals from that spot over the years. He's up to thirty-six goals now on the season. You, you, now you, you wonder what uh, if he didn't have to go to, for the death of his father, what he would end up for the uh, he missed three or four games. I think he had an outside shot at fifty. But anyways, Ovechkin scored again last night, and another loss. That team just seems to be mired in mediocrity, mediocrity a little bit. They're not really doing anything a whole bunch. They're not there. I think they're three or four points out of the playoff spot in six in the Eastern. Uh, uh, six in the wild card kind of deal, so they're they're on the outside looking in. Uh, only three points out, but we've got a few few teams to 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 try to jump over to get there. That can that can be really tough because you got you got to win a lot of hockey games and hope hope the guys in front of you don't win a bunch of hockey games. It's uh it's tough to do this time of season because it goes by so quick and it flies by before you know it, the season's over. It's a it's a sprint after the trade deadline. It seems and this is last month just goes and goes and it's uh it's dumb. But anyways, since the um. I've kind of noticed that since the uh, Capitals won their Stanley Cup in 2018, they haven't really uh, been doing a whole bunch. Kind of mired mediocrity a little bit. Haven't doing a, a bunch. And it seems to me that the the biggest uh, concern for that franchise right now, because you got to remember that Leonis and Ovechkin are, are really good friends and really tight, and they have a, a good relationship, which which is under, understood. They both made a lot of money for each other over the years, and and the like. And they've been and Ovechkin's been there for how many years now? Uh, and they you wonder what. What their what their thought process is there? I don't think that winning is the biggest uh, priority right now. The way they they got going, the, the way they, they got things going on, they have uh, some good players, but their their second, third, fourth liners aren't, aren't that great. They they do have some players that. Uh, that, that, that are good. You have Kuznetsov and Backstrom that, that are sol- solid hockey players. But I think that their biggest that their biggest concern as of late is, is them winning or, or getting Ovechkin to 895 goals. He's 76 or whatever it is behind Gretzky now. Uh, yeah, 76 or 75 goals behind behind Gretzky. And that seems to be their, their, the major thing that they, they're going to try to do uh, uh, moving forward. They're, they're mired in mediocrity. They're, they're, not a, a, they're not very close. They're, they're close to a bottom feed not a bottom feeder, but a bottom, a bottom uh, tier of, of that uh, conference compared to what you have in in Carolina and Boston. 
and Tampa Bay, who's kind of having a, a struggle a little bit, lost five in a row, and kind of guys are getting benched, and there's mayhem there. They'll 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 turn it around there in in uh, Tampa Bay. But you see, you got to think that there's something going on there that. Uh, Getting Ovechkin, getting that goal record is a big thing. He's got two or three more years, two years after this year on his deal left, I believe it is. And at uh, at nine and a half million bucks, that's a pretty big cap hit for a guy who uh, all he does is score goals, and that's all his thing is. I don't think that they're that winning is a major priority. Yeah, they probably want to win, but deep down inside, they they know they're not going to win. So maybe he's having the uh, the ticker at the the arena there in Washington and getting the the the, the Ovi meter up to eight ninety five is a is a bigger is a bigger concern right now because they don't seem to be wanting. To, adding pieces and adding parts to to get that team to a level where they need to be to to uh to compete with the big boys in that conference the the east is a beast it's going to be tough to get 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 through that anyways even if they do make the playoffs this year which i'm not saying they're not but it seems that making the playoffs is almost a waste of time this year for for some of those teams in, on the uh the, the outside looking in and even like you just you, you wonder uh if, if the uh they even even care about it like tedley like i said tedley on us and ovechkin are very good friends and and that's kind of the thing and ovechkin he probably had a chance to, to maybe call it good and go somewhere else or do something different but he's 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 committed to staying there and, and get, getting that, that goal record and selling t-shirts. They'll probably have an eight. I was there for 820. I was there for 830. I was there for 840. I was there for all these these goals. And it's kind of one of those things you, you don't know if the uh, the fan base, they'll, they'll keep going just to see that. But fan, fans can be a little bit fickle and eventually you got to start winning. We talk about it all the time on all our, our different shows that we do here at 1420 World Headquarters. But uh, that, that can get a little bit old to see that the team's not committed to winning and not bringing in free agents. And you get, like we talked before with like the Vancouver Canucks, you get mired media and it's tough to get out of that because you get the mid the mid level draft picks. Only the first five to ten guys are, are like in the first round are, are legitimate first rounders and might be uh, not franchise changing but franchise assisting. Uh, you don't get generational players, obviously, like 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 Ovechkin or like Medard's coming out and like McDavid who got uh, set his career point record last night with the Oilers and their, their win over the Buffalo Sabres last night. But you got to think that there's got to be something going on in in Washington and, and winning isn't really a priority and the only real priority that they have right now is getting Ovechkin his his goal record and, and that and that's, like, that's about it with that one. And Washington's like getting mired in mediocrity. It's tough. I'm not saying they're not going to make the playoffs, but maybe making the playoffs is kind of a waste of time because you have to fit, face those two teams in either uh, be Carolina or Boston and, and the same thing kind of goes with Sidney Crosby now this one's a little bit trickier to me because Crosby's done all he could possibly do for that franchise he uh, brought it out of, out of the doldrums when they got drafted and Sid the kid he's no longer a kid anymore I think he turns 36 this summer so Sid the kid he isn't uh, he's been around for a long time won a, won a couple Stanley Cups there Olympic gold medal and everything else and he's he's going to be with one of the all-time greats going to the Hall of Fame obviously as is Ovechkin I wasn't besmirching Ovechkin at all uh, was about that last little diatribe there but you wonder what Crosby's going to do uh, the thing about Crosby that, that's made him so great over the years is that he's had he has this will to win like nobody else, and he goes out there, plays hard, and th- and that kind of gets him through through everything. And he loves the game of hockey, and he loves winning, and he loves being a part of it. He's still 16th in league scoring this year. Uh, I don't know how many points he's gotten. You guys don't listen to the show to hear that kind of stuff. But he's got this will to win, and so it's one of his strongest a- attributes as, as a player over the years. Is that is that 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 tenacity and, and that drive that he has? And you wonder if Pittsburgh might move away because they're they're in a situation. Not Pittsburgh move, but you wonder if Crosby might be on the move a little bit after this season and say, you know, I, I've only got a couple years left on his contract. 
8.7 is a, is a hell of a deal right now. And they could uh, get a few good pieces. There are a lot of teams and they, you know, make Pittsburgh eat a little bit of money on that, on that deal. Because could, could Crosby go somewhere this summer and say, Hey, like this ain't working. I don't want to be here. I, this, I, we, we've done all like we could possibly do here. The brand is what the brand is here in Pittsburgh. We're not going any further. We're not going to be beating, we're not going to be, be beating Boston or Carolina or Tampa or Toronto. And I know I put Toronto in that, in that, uh, in that, that vernacular and up, up in that, in that echelon. Cause I think they're a really good hockey club, but you wonder if, if Crosby might say, you know what, I've only got X amount of years left and I want to win a cup and I want to do something else. And I don't see one happening here in Pittsburgh in this foreseeable future. And the foreseeable future is all, all athletes have is, is, is living the now. And especially, you know, you get up to the 36, 37, 38 year, year range. How many more years do you got left in you and how much more drive do you got in you? So I, I, I could see Pittsburgh saying, you know what, or Crosby and Pittsburgh saying, yeah, if you want to move, we'll, we'll, we'll move you. Like we're not going to be looking for it. But if you, if you want to, if you come to us and ask for something, we'll definitely go and look. And like I said, that $8.7 million cap hit, that's a, that's nothing. That's nothing in the big picture of things in today's NHL. And like I said, if they, they eat a little bit, eat a little bit of that money, it'd be a really easy move to make. And who wouldn't want a Sidney Crosby with that winning pedigree in their locker room on a, on a daily basis and help a, a team just to, to get over the hump a little bit and, and make that next move. Like maybe a team like Toronto, I know he's not, a, he's not from Toronto, but he could go, go there and he would be the, uh, he would be the savior and everything else. Maybe I should give uh, Kyle Dubas a call and propose some, some kind of a trade to get, uh, to get Crosby to Toronto. Cause that might be a kind of move that, that any team would, 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 would want to make. And then he could bring the cup back to Canada. Canada since the first time since 1993. I know players don't think that way a lot, but it's it's just something that you would uh, you, you would think that maybe they might relish a little bit and 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 doing something like that because it would be a it'd be a hell of a move for a guy like Crosby. And I, I could see him I could see him saying, you know what, we don't even have a guy who can stop hockey hockey pucks. They got what's his name Tristan Jari in that right now. He's not signed past this season, and then they got a Casey Desmitz or whatever his name is uh, as their backup. They don't have a guy who can stop hockey pucks on, on a regular basis, and there isn't a lot of guys who can stop hockey. Pucks on a regular basis throughout the National Hockey League. So you wonder if, like I said, you wonder if uh, Crosby might make that deal and say, "Hey, let's let's do something here." Walk up to the owner's office and uh, say, "Let's let's let's get a deal done here and help out the franchise moving forward." You know, you could probably get a good return for me, draft picks and the like, and blah blah blah. Because, uh, like I said, who wouldn't want Sidney Crosby on, in their in their locker room uh, for for a couple of years after this year at eight point seven million bucks? It's uh, it's, it's it's an out there thought, but yeah, if you put a little bit of thought into it. It's not too outrageous by any means, and it, it could be a, a definite a definite move that any NHL team would be crazy not to. Now, I'm not saying make, but crazy not to maybe investigate a little bit because it it, it couldn't hurt your team at all. It, it could not hurt your team at all. Anyways, uh, that's my rant for the day. I do it every morning here on Facebook Live and on the 1420 World Headquarters. Anyways, on this day in. 1986, Wayne Gretzky uh, breaks his own single-season assist record of 136 by getting two assists in a Oiler 5-3 win over those Pittsburgh Penguins in Edmonton. Gretzky would finish the season with 163 assists. Think about that, 163 assists and 215 points. Unbelievable the numbers that he put up. Like when I do some research uh, for my everyday on this, and you see Gretzky point, points and points and points, like it's unbelievable the, the numbers that he he put up on a daily basis or a yearly basis and everything else, season to season. Those Oiler teams, but well, you're just flying and just it was uh, like the goalies weren't very good. I understand that, but it's Still, the guy and the guys he played with weren't weren't, weren't great. Some of them, but the uh, like the third and fourth liners were they, they were grinders, right? So uh, it's it's unbelievable the, the the numbers that Gretzky was was putting up uh, year in year out. And uh, 
We got, who do we got for a birthday today? Happy birthday to uh, Joe Carter. Joe Carter, two-time World Series champion uh, with the Toronto Blue Jays, five-time All-Stars, uh, most known around Canada and across this great country of ours uh, for his game-winning home run in 1993 at the Sky Dome in Toronto to help the Jays win their second consecutive World Series over top of the uh, – Philadelphia Phillies there. Uh, no, he had a great career. In uh, I heard he's not a really nice guy, though. But like I'm not going to say anything bad about Joe Carter on his birthday. But uh, he'll be remembered right across this country. Everybody knows where they were that day uh, in 1993 when when Carter hit that home run in that October. It was something to watch on a on a on a. It was uh, those teams were great, Whamco and the like and everything. So happy birthday to Joe Carter. I don't think he's a Hall of Fame uh, Hall of Fame. He's on the, the Ring of Honor in Toronto, with, like their Jersey retirement thing that they have there. But Carter, he was. A hell of a player, but like I said, I heard he's not the the, the nicest guy. Uh, but he shouldn't say bad things to people on their birthday. That's not very nice. Anyways, um, yesterday I had to. Uh, Lou Gamlin from the Captain Lou Experience on the show for the Major League Baseball Tour. We had a great conversation about the Tigers. It was a, a fun. It was a fun talk. It was a fun chat that we had. That we talked a lot about uh, the old, more more so the old days of of Tiger baseball because we you know the, the, let's let's face it uh, the uh, the Tigers haven't had a very good run as of late. They had a couple of good chances there in the early 2000s to to get something done, but they didn't get it done. But it's uh, it was a, a great talk with Lou. It's up uh, on uh, it's up on all our, our podcast channels right now. So make sure you guys give that. One list on our major league baseball tour those shows have been great i've uh, enjoyed doing every one of them got uh, i think 19 more to do so there's a little bit of work to do there still got some booked for the uh, the upcoming future a little bit of work there for for jim to get them done but like i said we're here every morning on facebook live at 6 30 every day at 6 30 mountain time so thank you for making us a part of your morning on a daily basis it's fun I, we get out here and we get our downloads and everything else but we also give you guys the information you want to hear on a daily basis quick easy hits for your your commute or whatever you got going on at home sitting in front of your, uh, instead of just scanning through your phone, just sit there and, and watch our show. Make sure, sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, hit like and all that stuff. And, and that helps us out for, for future things on the show. Anyways, 1420 in the morning for this March the 7th, 2023. Let's uh, listen to Lou and then you guys have a great day. And remember, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. What's your thoughts on the pitch clock so far? I like it. I don't mind it. You know, I, we, it's funny as we went to a couple of minor league games. We, I live in just outside of Lansing, Michigan. So we've gone to some Lansing Lugnut games where they had the pitch clock last year. Okay. Yeah. 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 And you know, I didn't mind it. I didn't realize it at first. And I saw it out, you know, in the outfield and uh, I think it's great. You know, it's funny as you, you see how the one game ended in a tie because you know, the guy didn't get in the batter's box in time. And what was it? Didn't that double play get nullified the other day because of that? Um, Scherzer slowed things up <laughs> yes, a little bit. Something yeah. happened there because he's trying to outsmart the world and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh God. Don't get me started on that guy. Um, I mean, I love him in Detroit, but he's, yeah, you know, whatever. Smartest man but, in the room all the time. Yeah. Oh, I've, boy, I've just ask him. That guy too. Yeah. Just ask him. Yeah. No, I like it. Uh, you know, that's the one rule change that I, I don't mind. I, 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 you know, you talked about it earlier, the ambiance and sitting and watching the game and, and talking to other folks. You can do that at a, at a baseball game. I like that part of it, too. I like going on a Saturday night about, you know, at 7 o'clock, then you can watch the fireworks at Comerica or whatever. But, you know, when it's like getting to be three and a half to hours for a nine-inning game, and especially 
you know, when it's six nothing or whatever, it's starting to be four hours. I'm no, I just they had to do something, and I I like the pitch clock. I really do. Yeah, I like I was talking to somebody. I can't remember if it was on one of these. This is my, my ninth or tenth one of these these things yeah. I've done, and I, I can't remember if it was this here or at a, a local establishment talking about the, the the rules. And the one thing that I would change about maybe the rules a little bit is in the eighth to the ninth, maybe go back to how it was because baseball is about moments and the history of the game a little bit. And uh, I don't know if it's just uh, me thinking that somehow. Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast is happy to have partnered up with Barn Burner Hockey. Barn Burner Hockey is a hockey lifestyle brand that is motivated by making all-natural, chemical-free hockey products for players of all ages and skill levels. Get yourself the Filthy Mist Deodorizing Equipment Spray, the Dirty Dangles 2-in-1 Shampoo and Body Wash. They've also got two different types of stick wax, hockey accessories, and apparel that will not only make you look good, but feel great on and off the ice. Go to barnburnerhockey.ca and use promo code 1420BARN and receive 10% off your purchase. That's 1420BARN at checkout at barnburnerhockey.ca. Barnburner Hockey is so confident that you will love their all-natural products, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Barnburner Hockey and the Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast, created for players by players.